you got to make the big bucks. Yeah, oh yeah. I, actually, this week I said to her something like, because uh, we we have a something special lined up for the first couple weeks of January with something that's mm. kind of big, kind of yeah. a cool deal. And so I was running that by her. Yeah, for sure. I was like, Chelsea, listen, this is my job. You got to let me know. She's like, your job? How much do you make from your job? I'm like, memories, Chelsea. I make memories. Um, (laughs) 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 Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. And you probably are. And that's why we like you. Today, we are doing a special Christmas episode, and you know this is technically going to be released the week of Christmas. I believe it will be the 21st or something like that, so you can listen to us on the 21st, or you can listen to us on Christmas with all your family and show us off to all your friends, which brings me to our business. Show us <laughs> off to all your family and all your friends this Christmas season. Uh, it's just so we can get a little more exposure. We could we could be showing off to your uncle who's like, yeah, I'm into whiskey, and he'll be like, I'll show you how to get more into whiskey. Show them Chill Filtered Podcast and uh, hit them up, uh, send them to our Instagram where they can follow us and find other ways where we can uh, just connect with them. So that and yeah, yeah, here's my challenge to you listeners out there. If you want to be the cool family member this year, be like, you guys in a podcast and everyone says yes nowadays or they're weird. So you're like, let's listen to my favorite podcast, Chill Filtered. And that's the business I got for this week. Uh, we got a, we got a, like I, like I said, we got a very special episode where we are uh, not only drinking E.H. Taylor seasoned wood, one of my favorite bourbons, let alone whiskeys of all time, but <laughs> we are also opening presents that uh, Robbie and I got each other, and I'm stoked about that because I love me some presents, and uh, and yeah, we're just gonna do our regular episode otherwise. So um, before we get to any presents. Or any breaks, or any history, or anything like that. Robbie, how are you doing? Man, and so I'm okay. Like I was all excited yeah. for this episode today, and then, um, the, like the twins are in this weird, like maybe we don't nap anymore stage. And you might be able to pick up some oh. some Finley screaming in the background because she's overtired. So my stress levels are a little high because I'm like, ugh. <laughs> bailing on the wife putting it on her to make like i gotta record can you yeah so my wife's awesome you gotta make the big bucks yeah, oh yeah I, I actually this week i said to her something like uh because we're we have a something special lined up for the first couple weeks of january with something that's mm. kind of big kind yeah. of a cool deal and so i was running that by her yeah for sure i was like chelsea listen this is my job you gotta let me know she's like your job how much do you make from your job i'm like Memories, Chelsea. I make memories. Um, (laughs) 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 But hit us up on patreon.com slash chillfilter. Yeah, yeah, that might help. But I I do love the memories, though, man. That's one thing. Like, how many awesome whiskeys, like, seriously awesome whiskeys have we drank it this year? Yeah. So many. Some pretty awesome ones. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's been the best whiskey drinking year I've ever had. So, anyway, so yeah, a little bit of stress with like, pawning stuff off on the wife but otherwise things are good like um getting ready for the holiday break we, we, my wife again is pretty awesome i have done a lot of cooking and cleaning but she has done like shopping wrapping she's done like she's really good yeah. with all that stuff um so she's done like oh, so great. like so i think we're pretty good on christmas stuff um and so like i'm just about to the point where i'm like i'm ready to wind down and just enjoy time with my kids and my family, you know? So that's where I'm at. You know, it's, yeah. it's a little stressful kind of getting through this last week of school. But I tell you one thing, 
kids the last week of school before Christmas are weird. Throw in online uh-huh. digital learning and it gets really weird. So I am so ready just to like <sighs> Christmas relax. You know what I mean? One more day. Yeah. One more day. Yeah. I assume that's the case. Do you get all next week off? I have two weeks. So I'm, uh, I think our first day back. So I, I'll be off from, what is it? Tomorrow's the, I'll be off 18th on Saturday officially and then back on January 4th. So. Ah, I loved winter break when I was in school. I tell you, the that's. best. Yeah. I tell you, breaks as a teacher, people like, oh, you, you know, like, you guys get so many breaks. I'm like, dude. Being a teacher sometimes is we work, need them. It's working customer yeah. service, and the bad customer doesn't leave for nine months. Like, oh, that's true. You know, and, and you deal with them for eight hours a day or put whatever. That smile on and be like, no, man, it's okay. Like, no, I'm not mad at you. Yes, I like you. Meanwhile, you're terrorizing <laughs> the whole class. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, winter yeah. break is. I'm so looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to today's episode. Amazing bourbon. So I hear. Yeah. Gifts. And, You've uh, had this. Now that I remember, we've had this together. Have we, I'm sure we did. Was it this? We went to Barbacoa together. Oh, that's what you got there. Yes, we did. Okay, so yeah. now I I, well, I only had one. Mm. I had one sip of yours. So yeah, mm. yeah. So I haven't had a lot, but yeah. So what are you entry buzzing right now? Oh uh, well, Cole's calling me out. Yeah, Cole and I were like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, I, "And uh, so I, I, I did a quick poll. <laughs> <laughs> did a quick poll off my new my new go to, which is uh, uh, Wild Turkey 101, man. So nice. Yeah. Hey, don't go too far into that entry uh, buzz because you gotta you gotta get full sensory experience on an E.H. Taylor special edition such as this. I think I'm ready, man. I think I, I didn't do go too deep into it, but just enough to kind of. Okay, good. Uh, I don't even know if it was enough to kind of calm my nerves here. With a girl, I can see Finley's still screaming upstairs. So, but anyway, oh. so I'm ready to go for this. It's going to be a good episode. It's going to be so much fun. But Cole, yeah. Before we get into the rest of that, like, how you doing, man? There's a lot going on with you. Yeah, I. Um. Yeah, things have been great. I like. I think I mentioned recently that work just chills down in December yeah, with nice. my company, especially to my department. Like, I just was handed just a few projects, and one of them I kind of finished today. And my boss is out for the next two weeks, more than two weeks, basically. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, just work on these things, and you know, just chug along with them. Don't, don't like hurt yourself. Like, just like." make progress on them and i'm like okay two weeks that'll be fun which is like cool you know mm-hmm. I'm like and and really the the stat or the standard for my company my department is just like just work don't hurt yourself just get in some time at each day and just put yeah. in some work towards your projects and stuff so that's pretty nice and there's no stress there which is great um and then i I meant to tell you this, Robbie. I meant to warn you about Uh-oh. this. Um, but we got some news mm-hmm. in the Seabald household. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. And uh, Heather is pregnant. Yeah. So we're, we're having a baby. <laughs> First baby. First Seabald Nino Nina. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. So thanks, listeners, for... Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know why I'm thanking <laughs> listeners, but thanks for cheering on us for because when you cheer us on, you cheer on our future. 
I don't know why I'm thanking listeners, but we love you listeners. Don't get me wrong. Oh, man. That's weird. When it comes to making babies, our listeners help season Cole's wood. <laughs> Speaking of season wood, Cole, let's get into history. No. So weird. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. I, I told you a week or two ago, Robbie, but uh, it is now time for the world to know. Yeah. That Cole and Heather Seabold are having a little baby. Well, no, see, and we'll find out next month ish what what gender it is, and uh, we're excited, man. Well, it's gonna be great. That's the thing, though. I get why you're like, thanks, listeners, because honestly, like, it does. I mean, like, so much of honestly, like, my life, and I assume yours because it's been longer, like, revolves kind of around the podcast, and you know, we'll check in on the Instagram. Like, it must be for you because you're the one that answers a lot of stuff and talks to people a lot more. But like, you're on Instagram, mm-hmm. and like we're interacting with people daily, and it is it feels more like a family. So I know, and I can guarantee yeah. you, right now, people that are listening are like, oh, that's, like very excited for you, Cole. Yeah, so, I could tell. Like, I could name names of like oh, who's stoked. Well, right I know now, we're. And, so and I appreciate that about our listeners. I'm looking forward to, um, you know. What is it? I'm going to be peeping some Toms by watching everybody congratulate you and uh, send you some messages. Peeping hardcore Toms. Yeah, so, oh man. Peeping Toms hard. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for that, man. That'll be good. You know, I'm very excited yeah, for that. Yeah, so baby's due in mid-June. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. That's so um, what, what do you say? It's time to open some gifts? Ah, oh, yes. Let's do some gifts. Wait, do you want do you want me to open first or how about I because you have one package I have two packages you do have two how about I open one then you open the yours and then I'll open the last yes. one okay why don't you start open and I'll talk here a little bit so I'm excited should I open the one that says fragile or should I open the one that's not fragile it doesn't matter man first doesn't matter okay cool so it. all right let's get into this so, I got my cool knife so as, as Cole's getting into this I gotta say Cole is by far uh-huh. the best gift giver like Cole and Heather are really nah. good at giving gifts um, and I'm a little worried, like, I, I'm not the best gift I'll be like, this is all right, Robbie. <laughs> no, I haven't opened it yet. So, like, I am very much, like, I have test anxiety over gifts. Like, I give a gift, I'm like, uh, maybe <laughs> you'll like it, maybe you'll hate it. I hope you like, like, I never know until people open it, so I don't know. All right, here goes the flap opening. And, okay, so we got, um, a gift for you to enjoy from Robert. Oh, that's me. Deadlow. That's me. That's Robbie's real name, everyone. Yeah. Hey, that's the name of the co-host. <laughs> All right. Cool. Ooh, ooh! I read the description before I opened it. Which one I'm was excited. it? Okay. The it says something about Boise uh, something. Yeah. Okay. This is one's the uh, the uh, what do you call it the fragile one, and it's a glass. Yeah. And I'm opening it through the uh, packaging. Ah, oh, I love it. Yeah. It's okay, so it's a glass. I'll explain it so no one has to keep guessing. It's a cool uh, old-fashioned glass with a nice base to it. But the coolest part about it is it's got the map of Boise on it, which Robbie knows that I absolutely love that city. And uh, it's pretty cool. So here's the thing, like Thanks so much. I am all yeah, about I'm totally going to be sipping out of this John. I'm all about glasses. What's that? I, I love glasses. I glasses love are great. And I saw that and I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe, but anyway, so hopefully you like that, man. All right. So you got it from Etsy? Uh, yeah, from a from a store on Etsy. I don't yeah. think it was. A, I think it might have been a oh. bigger brand, like a bigger company, but it, I don't think it was super local. So I gotcha. Yeah. So okay, your turn. All right, man. So I, I kind of. Oh man, you got me packing peanuts. Ooh. Packing peanuts all day. Um, I see a box that says Waterford on it. 
Yes, yes. Oh, what is Ooh, it looks like. Ooh, four Waterford glasses? I don't know from the outside. This is... Yeah. Ooh, okay. Hold on here. Oh, jeez. This is heavy, and it is noise looking. Are you kidding That's me? what I love about Waterford. They're so heavy. Okay, this packaging is legit on this. Oh, yeah? Is, I didn't even know. Oh, I'll take some pictures for you. It's Yeah, this looks... Yeah, please. Ooh. Ooh. It's a nice set of four Waterford. Oh, I don't even know how to get these out. Oh, my finger got stuck. Uh-oh. Take one oh. out. Take one out. I'm going to try to. Okay, why don't you go and start opening your next one? I'm going to try to figure out. But these are so nice, man. Is your finger still stuck? <laughs> No, I got my finger out. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. They're, uh, I love Waterford, man. Oh, that's so uh, I just love the weight of it, the crystal look to it. Like It's like cut crystal. It's, it's Dude, crazy. Dude, this packaging is so, fancy nice. Oh, that is nice and fancy. Is it cool? It is. Oh, that's so heavy, too. We'll see you later. Do you hold it in your hand? Are you like holding oh, a yeah. glass itself? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. See you later, old rocks glass that I was gonna use. Doing the water for tonight. Dude, that this packaging is Enjoy your gift. Thanks, man. That's awesome. From Robert's Deadlow. Oh, okay. Hey, that's the name of the co-host. <laughs> Alright, what's this? It's a long box within another box. It's inception. All right, open you fool. Yeah. We gotta go deeper. Oh, there we go. Popping it open. It looks like some sort of bottle or something, maybe. Hmm. Whoa, what is this? What is that? It's wrapped in paper, wrapped in paper. <gasps> Whoa. Okay, cool. So it is, uh, so far what I'm seeing is this is the, uh, <gasps> oh, I was like, what is, like, okay, so it's a Glen Karen case. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. That's so cool. Because you like to. And then you can keep them safe. Yep. So you like to it travel. Smells nice. It's like one of those old chess sets on the inside where nice. you like smell it. It's like, yeah. Ah. You like to travel. You Thanks like to so drink much. whiskey. No. And then, you know, the funny thing is, is I'll like transport Glen Karens all the time and I'll like hope they survive. And now they better. But now I know. They better or we're right. This is a great right idea. Yeah. It's all that I thought. You like to travel. You like your Thanks, whiskey. man. There you go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. This is a good time. Yeah. You know what would make this time better? So are you going to sip from them? Oh, yes. Yes, uh -huh. I am. You know what would make this better, though, Cole? What's that? A little bit of whiskey. That's true. So let's send it a break, and we'll get into the history of E.H. Taylor. And, uh, yeah, let's just do that now. <laughs> All right, we're back from break. We we opened our cool presents. Uh, Robbie's got some glasses. I got a cool new glass, uh, and I got my uh, Glen Karen case. Okay, so let me describe. No, I won't describe it. It is a cool like cylindrical Glen Karen case. I guess I didn't like explain. It. It's like it's like super cool. <laughs> um, uh, I'm excited to use it. I'm excited to keep it on my shelf because that'll look legit on my shelf too. It's like leather on the outside. It's crazy. But anyway, let's talk about uh, really quick. I wanted to get some some notes before I get into the history. Uh, shout out to Bourbon Charity and Brandon Hunt, the uh, 
the leader of Bourbon Charity. No, he's the uh, the guy behind it all. First of all, they just finished their second fundraiser within like a month or so, uh, and they raised each one of them raised over a hundred thousand uh, dollars for charity. If you don't know about Bourbon Charity, check them out on bourboncharity.org or listen to episode sixty seven where we did an interview with Brandon Hunt of Bourbon Charity. Also, Brandon was kind enough to provide these samples for us out of his own personal collection. Oh, man. That was super generous considering the market value of that bottle right now. So, um, well, like, this is, so let's talk E.H. Taylor. This, this sample uh-huh. bottle is legit two plus ounces. It is full to the tippy top. Yeah. Yeah. Dude is generous man. That's I'll awesome. tell you that. Thank he's a generous man. man and he is a giving dude. He he's just he's a he's a good guy. Shout out Brandon Hunt. Uh so yeah, this is not uh our first EH Taylor bottle on the podcast. In fact, this will technically be our eighth EH Taylor bottle on the podcast. <laughs> uh we've done the single barrel, the small batch, the four grain, the cured oak, the barrel proof batch eight, straight rye, and the amaranth. I'm not going to give episode numbers. Just look through our history. You'll see some of them. Uh, so I'll try to avoid overlapping history too much on this bottle, but I'm pretty proud of myself. I got a lot of history and not much of it was overlapped. Uh, so let's talk about Edmund Haynes Taylor, the colonel. So first of all, before I even get to anything like that, this is a Buffalo Trace product. Even though the bottles usually say these days that it's a product of the old Fire Copper or OFC distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky, it's technically still Buffalo Trace Distillery. Uh, Let's talk about the man behind the bottle. Uh, In 1830, Edmund Haynes Taylor was born, and he was related to a famous colonel, uh, an actual colonel, not just a Kentucky colonel. Uh, And that was also a future president, uh, Zachary Taylor. He was uh, Edmund's uncle who lived in Louisiana, and Zachary Taylor actually took him in when Edmund Haynes Taylor's dad died when he was five years old. Hey, so that was pretty fun cool. fact, Bo Pelini area, era, uh-huh. there was a, one of our quarterbacks from Nebraska was named Zach Taylor. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. Not that it's a big deal. For, for the Huskers? Yeah, he was a quarterback for a while. Oh, nice. Pretty good. I think he's a yeah, NFL Shout coach. out to him. Yeah. Probably doesn't listen. Nobody cares. <laughs> he totally listens. Everyone listens. People love us. Uh, and, I, and I found out today that he is also a descendant of James Madison, too. And I am personally a descendant of James Madison, too. Uh, but not really. I did go to James Madison University, though, for undergraduate school. So that pretty much counts. Yeah, totally. Uh, anyway, in the will. after he went to school in Louisiana, he moved back to Kentucky and got into the banking business originally. And he met his wife, Fanny. Uh, And she was actually apparently a stunner. Oh. Um, So. Oh, hey. uh, I love a good-looking Fanny. What's that? I love a good-looking Fanny. Yeah, I'm into a Fanny. I go nuts for Sherry Fannies. (laughs) Um, So, what rhymes with Fannies? (laughs) I go insanity. Insanity <laughs> for for Sherry Fanny. Anyway, but he was able to closely observe the bourbon industry while doing banking work in Kentucky. And it really excited him, um, the bourbon scene. And before starting up his own distillery, he even toured Europe and researched cool like new distilling techniques from like places like Scotland. And he came back and started his own distillery and he called it the Hermitage Distillery. 
And But a few years later, he actually bought out another distillery just outside Frankfurt. It was used to be called the uh, the Leestown Distillery, but he named it the OFC, or the Old Fire Copper Distillery. And he did pretty well for a while, uh, but eventually filed for bankruptcy in the late 1870s. And that's where George T. Stagg came in. And if you want to hear that side of the story, listen to episode 121 just a few ago. Uh, and getting out of direct distilling, Taylor actually got into politics, but he was still this huge fan of bourbon and the bourbon scene. Um, and he even was mayor of Frankfurt for 16 years in a row. Oh. And one of the greatest contributions to whiskey that was that he had was his involvement, though, in the passage of the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. And that was a way, and we've talked about this in the past, but... The Bottled and Bond Act was this great moment for bourbon because so many people were faking bourbon or at least saying what they were making was bourbon where it really wasn't quality bourbon at all. So what he said is we're going to do a standardization of bourbon. And if you want to call it Bottled and Bond Bourbon, it needs to have one distillation season, one distiller at a single distillery aged in a federally bonded warehouse under U.S. government supervision for at least four years and it must be bottled at exactly 100 proof. Additionally, the bottled and bond label must clearly identify the distillery where it was distilled and where it was bottled, if different. Uh, and that was a standardization thing. If you ha- if you were able to say, my bourbon is quality, therefore it is bottled and bond, which you know some bourbons were different, and some like good bourbons I'm sure were different at the time, but this was a way to say, if you wanna call yourself bottled and bond, you have to stick to these rules. And, uh, and I thought that was pretty cool. And, uh, so, uh, he was huge in the passage of that for the, for the government. Like it wasn't just like a local bill. Like this was a legal federal bill or whatever they call them these days. Um, some other special editions by E.H. Taylor are, um, yeah, they started doing, um, these special editions of EHO because they had the, the small batch and the single barrel and stuff. But in 2011, they came out with the old fashioned sour mash release. Uh, over the years, there came out a next uh, was the Warehouse C tornado surviving mm-hmm. release. Uh, and it was cool because I think we've talked about this before, but there was a warehouse that got hit by a tornado and they picked out all the barrels that survived the tornado uh, hit and they made a EH Taylor release out of them, which is super cool to me. Uh, we've had the cured oak. That was the next one in the line. Uh, we're drinking the seasoned wood today. We've had the four grain, but they did that for a 2017 and a 2018 release. And then the 2019 was amaranth, uh, grain of the gods. And then this year, 2020, was the 18-year marriage. And basically, these are the new pappies, in my opinion. I think they're possibly even harder to find some of these ones than it is to find pappy, or at least... They're rarer because they're only one release. Like Pappy comes out every year, mm-hmm. you know, and every uh, variation of the 10 or not, not. I mean, if it was Pappy, it'd be the 15, the 20, 23. Uh, but you can find them every year. Uh, you won't be able to find a 18 year marriage likely next year or a seasoned wood next year. It's just done. They made it in 2016 and they're done. Mm. So which brings me to the next point. Um, Colonel E.H. Taylor's seasoned wood, what we're drinking today. Uh, this is the 2016 release from the lineup. Every bottle of EHT, except for the barrel proof, is bottled in bond in honor of Colonel E.H. Taylor. And, and the Colonel status wasn't a 
military thing. There's we've mentioned this before. There is a um, Kentucky uh, designation of honor, and that's being called a colonel. And you're called that by like the governor or something like that. It's pretty cool. Like, uh, yeah, I would love to be a colonel one day. A Kentucky colonel. That's where we get like KFC. You know, the colonel. Uh, but that makes it that like illegitimizes it so much. But anyway, um, and Colonel Cole all hundred proof. Yeah, Colonel mm-hmm. Cole, corn. <laughs> Don't ask. So, um, really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, really cool special process applied on this bottle. Uh, the cured oak. Uh, used staves that were aged or that were seasoned outdoors for 13 months. This is different than that. This release, they actually did a process that Buffalo Trace actually said was a, quote, bathing and outdoor seasoning, unquote, of their staves. Uh, Some of the staves were seasoned normally for either six or 12 months, but some staves in this, on the barrels that they were using for this release, were soaked in an enzyme-rich bath for a certain amount of time and then were kiln-dried as well as like seasoned a little bit outdoors. Uh, so really kind of special staves going on in this one. Uh, but it's also a Buffalo Trace weeded mash bill. Um, and it's undisclosed the ratios of that, but it is weeded bourbon mash bill, similar to Weller or Pappy mash bill. No age statement, but according to the press release from Buffalo Trace... It is well over a decade old. That's like um, total wine 10 price years. originally. The MSRP was this uh, was uh, seventy dollars for a bottle of this, which would be epic if I could find a bottle for seventy bucks. But it's at least uh, fifteen hundred dollars now. So a huge thank you to Brandon Hunt. Seriously. Thank you so much for sharing some samples with us. Um, let's drink. Yes, let's do. Let us do. So I'm going to, before we drink, I'm going to, I brought a little vodka up for the, for the specific reason. I have a mouth sore and I want to kind of burn and numb that mouth sore with a little vodka first, which will hopefully be flavorless or at least as flavorless as you can get with a vodka uh, and burn that mouth sore so that the mouth sore is numb, but my tongue is not. So uh, you can start it up, Robbie, but I'm okay. going to take a little swig. I'll tell you right off the bat, it's definitely, uh, you, know, you can smell it's weeded, but it, I almost get like a nutty kind of a note. Like there's some sort of nut, like a hazelnut or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a warm smell like that. I don't know. That's what I'm getting. But also before we start sipping here, mm-hmm. Cole, I want to say a toast, a toast to the baby mm-hmm. that will come that Christmas is fun. And to Sherry's bun. Cheers. Thanks for joining yeah. us on chill. Feral. Cheers. <laughs> But all right, I'm gonna go for What's that. That was the last part. And uh, it was to the baby that comes, that Christmas is fun, and to Sherry's bun. Yep. Hubba hubba. Sherry's bun's awesome. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Hubba hubba. Sherry buns. <laughs> I just I just mixed up two things there. There's also a little bit of fruitiness on this. Yeah. Like a berry, but that, I get like a earthy kind of a nut smell too. Yeah. I gotta take a swig of water after this vodka because it's got a weird taste to it. Yeah, you gotta get. I got Smirnoff, so you know you can't assume quality. Yeah, I, I mean honestly, with vodka, I don't know if there's really too much to say other than triple distilled or quadruple distilled or something like that. Anyway, yeah, 
All right. Let's smell some whiskey. But uh, it's super pleasant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you yeah. getting? The nose is, you could, you could tell it's a weeded bourbon. Yeah. Um, this dull sweetness, but that's not a bad thing when I use the word dull. It's just not a sharp sweetness. It's mm-hmm. not like a fruity sweetness. But even though it's like, it could be fruity. It could be like a berry fruity, like like blackberry fruity a little bit. Um, but like not 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 blackberry fruity in like a sour way. It's, it's like a the, very smooth, almost blueberry too. Yeah, it's very light in the fruitiness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A little bit of caramel, but it's not it's like, a little, uh, like a. It's almost like a, because it's not a peanut kind of a nut that I'm getting. It's almost like a, but yeah. in total, it's kind of like a, a, a peanut brittle. You know, there's a little bit of nuttiness, a little yeah, bit of caramel in that. there, but it, I mean, it's not completely mm-hmm. that, but it's it's got aspects of that. Yeah, but it's definitely sweet on the nose. You can just like get a lot of notes that would represent sweet things. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, while you take the first sip, I'm going to talk about the color. You know, it's funny. The color is dark, but not too dark. Mm-hmm. I've seen darker. And for being over 10 years and 100 proof, that's surprising. So maybe it has to do with those special enzyme rich bathed staves. But um, yeah, I'm going to go for a sip. Mm. Wait, you're not ready. Oh, no, I I, I am. I can be ready. I just want, I want to savor. It's really good. It's a. Uh... Man, I held it in my mouth forever, and it was, it was almost like, am I even drinking whiskey? Like, it just is warm, delicious goodness. Um, little bit of, it's not berry, but it's not apple. I don't know what it, where it is, but there's a little bit of, like, fruity sweetness, but a lot of just, like, a nice caramel. Like, really mellow. Yeah. It just warms across the palate. There's nothing weird any which way it's yeah it's good i'm gonna go for another sip so this oh so well-rounded in its Mm. sweetness um this really brings me back to some of my favorite pours ever like um like that single oak project barrel 16 that we had uh even though that was a rye bourbon um and this is a weeded bourbon Typically with weeded bourbons, I don't get this level of fruitiness. Uh, there is, you know, some fruitiness throughout for sure uh, on, on your average like Weller or, you know, p- potentially even like a Pappy. This is just this front and center wind. Like this is going to sound weird, but I sometimes talk <laughs> like this. You know when the wind is just on you? And you're like walking and it's just this, this, this wall of air just coming at you. I feel like you're like stuck in this like whirlwind, okay. not whirlwind. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, like a, tur- or, uh, what, what, uh, what's the thing, you know, like, a like <laughs> Dyson vacuums have a, cyclone. they use, um, cyclone technology. Cyclone. No, that's not it. Mm. It's something like that. Triclone. But yeah, it's totally cyclone. Duclone? I think our listeners at least get what I'm saying. It's Quad just this clone. like, just this, you're just getting hit <laughs> by this sweetness. Um, and it's like, it's like a, it is kind of like a fruit roll up, similar to the notes mm. I got from the Single Oak Project. Um, really fruity. I can't, 
really explain how much I love this. In fact, I yeah, I'm gonna rate this really high. I already know it. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for my second sip. That was only my first sip, so, so I don't get I don't get a super big fruitiness, which is interesting. Mine is much more mm. earthy and nutty. Like it's mm-hmm. I don't know, but I will say this: no bitterness. It lingers and lasts forever. And it has like the perfect yeah, really amount does. of warmth on the palate. Like it's like, it's not too hot. It's not too cold. This is, was it, this is baby bears porridge right here. This is like, it sits right at the perfect mm-hmm. level. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got a little burn on the tongue, but it's good because it, it works well with the finish. The finish is definitely the best part of this thing. Like it's like right right after the palate, right when the palate starts to fade into the finish. Um, man. Okay, I can see what you're saying. Cherries. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm getting like cherries. I'm getting um, just huge, like like really dense maraschino cherries, like Luxardo cherries, but not not like your average like weird maraschino like red bright maraschinos that they're not weird but they're just not as good as like luxardo the fake cherries like the uh yeah like the fluorescent ones like basically when you, when and you go good to, when you i go can to enjoy a maraschino of that Temple. variety yeah because exactly. that's my go-to apple better than drink. that oh totes <laughs> love me at shirley Gosh, yeah i'm still like me it's but, all this like hazelnut is i'm getting like a hazelnut for sure really i'm not getting that at all but i like dig that you're getting it oh it's perfect too it's awesome uh i love this cherries little bit of the apples but more so berry fruit um like that fruit roll up kind of taste very very sugary um it is brighter on the palate than it is the nose um in the sweetness that you're getting it's not it's not this dull um sweetness on the palate like it's it is rich sugary throughout i love a sweet bourbon you do and this is rocking my world right now so have you dropped water I'm a, have you had drop some water have you had this with water before i'm guessing never no, never no. okay so it is brighter and sweeter on the nose for sure with a little bit of water on it. Really? Yeah. So I'm getting a lot Makes more. Makes sense, of, I guess. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more of uh, like, I can see where you're saying with like fruit roll up. I'm getting a lot more of that fruitiness than uh, nuttiness uh-huh. of it is not there as much. But it is. Yeah, I think the nose is even better with uh, a little bit of water. I like, well, it's definitely it's brighter. It's different for me. Like, I definitely, like, I don't, I, uh-huh. the nuts, like, <laughs> The nut smell. The smell of... What kind of nuts? <laughs> that nuttiness. I know. I'm like trying to dance around it, describing it without being too like uh, <laughs> sophomoric here. But <laughs> I, I, on a whiskey, I, I can't say I often get the smell of nuts, but I love the smell of nuts on this whiskey. Um, yeah. And then the, the water comes in and it's definitely more fruitier. It's a little brighter. I like it. I know. I think it's bo- like good both ways for sure. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Let's let's go for a sip mm-hmm. on my part. Here we go. Oh, we mistimed our sips. I did one mm. too. Huh. Mm, mm, it mm, it, mm, it changes mm, it for mm. sure. Still really good. A slight bit of bitterness towards the back end. But I'm like, this is just a really good bourbon. It's it's like I get a lot more fruitiness. This is rocking my world. This is good. 
Oh man. This is too good though. I'm like, like my my hands are over my eyes cuz I'm like, "Oh my goodness, like this is so good." So the problem the problem with uh, doing a podcast right now, Cole. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Blessing we get the opportunity to even have this right now. The curse? Yeah, for sure. You can't just sit and enjoy it. Like we've got to keep talking through it and this is one that you just want to let yeah. linger cuz I mean, it goes yeah. on for days. Like it's so it good. really does. Mm. There's no stopping this this sugar fruit train. Mm. I don't know what these enzymes were, but they're amazing. Whatever they are, I um I think Buffalo Trace should make this from now on. Like only this, and I love Buffalo Trace, but this is yeah, this is good. This yeah. is crazy good. Although with water, I do uh, I do start getting a little bit of bitterness with the water. So I I didn't, but I'm gonna go for my second water sip real okay. quick. Well, while you do that, I'm mm. gonna pour mm. into my new Waterford glass. Oh, you gotta send me pictures because I I saw them on the interwebs, and I was hoping. Sorry, I'm getting the cough. Um. Yeah, I was just hoping they were, you know, looking really cool. Dude, they're nice. They're I'm fancy. Sure they These, this, I think I'm going to keep them. Oh, that's, so the, that's the thing about them. What I got to do is I got to send you a picture of the packaging because the packaging is fancy. Mm. So this is going to be my fancy man time. I'm going to keep the packaging. Nice. And then when I want to have someone over and I want to make them feel special, I'm going to just like research the whiskey we're drinking, talk about it ad nauseum while uh-huh. I slowly pull them out of the box and like make it like uh-huh. a big deal. It's nice. No. Now, are they like old fashioned size? Um, I would think slightly smaller, but it's like okay, it's more um, not concave. It's like it's like more spherical towards the bottom, and it tapers towards the top. I got bottom, so it's like I, it might be the same, but playing an optical illusion on me, it's nice. But the weight of it, oh, it's pretty. I love the weight and just the the feel in your hand. I don't know. But uh, I'm going to let my bus driver drop a cube real quick. Um, so I did leave about half the, the bourbon in the um, in the, the sample bottle because I probably will enjoy this later as well. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so nose, nose of the ice, not as great. It uh, yeah, yeah, kind of killed. It's good. Kinda like it's, it's a really good nose, it but is, it's not it as good. good but yeah. it killed it from where it came from with the water for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, swirlies for sure with the ice in there, which is totally cool. I'm into that. Um, weird, weird thing that happened is my glass and my hand got a little colder. Mine too. Just holding it. Oh man, cool. Weird. Uh huh. It it is really good with ice. Mm-hmm. Really good. So it's it's not as bright or it's not. I mean. It tastes more like a regular bourbon, it but it's good. a really good. Oh, bourbon. that finish! Holy crap! I'm and I'm yet to get any bitterness. I'm. It's just sweet and consistent. It's definitely mellow. The finish is sweet as crap, dude. It's definitely mellowed as far as like I, notes popping out, but it is still sweet and it is. Oh, that's good. I'm going for another sip. If I. I don't know. I'm thinking things about this bourbon. Like if I, like I think I talked last week. If I only, or a few weeks ago, or whatever. If I only drank this for the rest of my life, I'd be happy. 
if I only drank this for the rest of my life, I'd be spoiled rotten mm. and I would think too highly of myself um, because this is oh. luxury crap right here. Like this is, holy smokes. I think ice might have taken it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm. It is like. Mm. At least on the palate and the finish. Yeah. No, oh, my knows goodness. Why, knows why it doesn't. I would say it's a toss-up between the first two. Oh, gosh. With ice, though, it is so yeah. silky smooth across the palate. Oh, my goodness. So. Mouthfeel. Yeah. Like, Mouthfeel yeah. is just so silky. It's just like it is the definition of smooth. It just rolls across your tongue. It's not smooth a huge jazz. deal. It's kind of like it turns into the life of the party. This is like your friend that gets yeah. comfortable, and all of a sudden everyone goes, holy crap, your friend is hilarious. Your friend is so awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it just comes in, you're like, oh, hey, hi, nice to, see, nice to meet you, and all of a sudden it just brightens up and blooms and just lingers forever with this ice. This is so good with ice. Yeah. Oh, man. I have to say this is definitely, I haven't had the old-fashioned sour mash, and I haven't had the Tornado Sea warehouse. But this is the best Colonel Taylor I've ever had. It's just so good. Mm. I I wish I could bring more notes to that palate and that finish though. Let me let me do one more sip and see if I can really knock them out. I'm not. I can tell you that much. I all I can tell you is with ice, this is phenomenal, and it was really good with every in every other facet. Um. Yeah. Palate wise. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go. Ahead. You got it. No, yeah, I'm just I I was thinking like you know how some some bourbons are like brown sugary. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is. Uh, I think this is like white sugary because it's a little more clean in that taste. Um, right. The fruit is blueberries and a little bit of blackberries, but a lot of bit of sweet, tons of sweet, just like throughout. Like it's that 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 strong breeze of sweetness. It's like everywhere on your body is getting hit by the sweetness. Um, maraschino cherries, like the good ones, like Luxardo and just candy. Oh my goodness. Love it. What were you going to say? Sorry. So I'm still getting a lot, a little bit of an, uh, a nuttiness to it, which is awesome. Um, but if I'm going to go sugar, like if that. I'm comparing to sugar, it's definitely not brown sugar. And I'm going to say it's not like white sugar. Mm-hmm. This is like, pure cane sugar almost where it's like it, okay i can it, dig that it's sweet yeah but it, it also has a little bit of character to it like it's just it's, it's, yeah, yeah i yeah. mean i'm impressed though because all three ways amazing and then that ice just killed yeah. me, which i never would have thought i would not have thought ice would have been the best i did the smallest pour with ice and i'm glad i have a little bit left over because i think when i go back to visit this it's going to be with ice so yeah so good Oh, so good. Anyway, it is so good. Mm-hmm. I got a rating in mind. All right, go for it, man. I don't know if you do. I, I do. Um, things have changed, Robbie. Uh-oh. That this is not only the highest rating I'm ever, I've, I have ever given on this podcast, uh, but I do believe that this may have taken the lead for my favorite whiskey ever. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this 9.9 Ooh. because I think it, it could be outdone. 
Don't get me wrong. Like I would hate to go a ten and then feel like, well, something's beaded out. So no, um, but I, uh-huh. I'm gonna stop you there. With your remaining yeah. whiskey to see if it could be outdone, I think you need to add a little bit of coke, and you do one with a little bit of a twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's certainly a twist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the pappy. Yeah, yeah. but um, I. Like my the usually the one that I, and the listeners who've been on for a while know that my favorite one that I've previously said was 2016 George T. Stag 144.1 proof. Uh, this just just it does beat it. Um, I liked about the old that the the Stag Senior that was it, it just had a, a apple pie warmth to it just beautiful sugariness in the apples there this is just that all those notes i was giving earlier of that like maraschino cherry the blueberries like sugar and um blackberries like just beautifully put together Mm -hmm. this is everything i want in a bourbon and more like so much more uh, this is a 9.9 bourbon, and awesome. that's a really rare occasion. It's a Christmas miracle. For, uh, yeah, it's a Christmas miracle, <laughs> indeed. So that's what I'm going to give it. Uh, I would spend $300 for a bottle of this, oh, uh, which is saying a lot. And sadly, it's like $1,500. But uh, if someone were to offer it to me for 300 <laughs> I would easily pay that much. Yeah. Oh, man. So I got to say, while you were talking... I uh-huh. still, it is lingering in my mouth and it is so oh, good. Like it has so the good. longest mouth feel yeah. ever. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not going to say it's my favorite. Um, yeah. Because I feel like it is, even with everything going on with it, it's still a, a good bourbon, you know? And I think like, um, yeah, like I love for, for some reason that Yamazaki 17, right? Or is it eight? It's 17, right? 18. Eight, gosh, yeah. I always say 17. Um, just like I always yeah. mess up every all the uh, I hopes. Um, <laughs> you don't mess up I everything. Mess, I mess, not everything, <laughs> but I do mess up the I hopes and I mess up Yamazaki 18 um, and yeah. Red Breast 21. Those two are my two favorite because they are so unique yeah. and so like Yeah, just and they're complex. Yeah. This is probably mm. the best standardized, amazing bourbon I've ever had. Yeah. So I'm going to go... Oh. on it this is phenomenal like it has you know all three phases were amazing i mean criteria wise for what we're doing here all three phases amazing in different ways like it's got the hub to what factor to it for sure um so good and like the mat i I will say the palate lingers forever and it never gets bitter it never gets weird it's just sweet and amazing like it i can still feel it and I, I took my last sip like right before cool started talking so this is amazing hmm. 9.7 it's good nice so good i love it yeah so listeners so if you have the means or the opportunity check it out because it's so hot one to touch the fanny um <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right, Cole. You got anything else to it say? It all comes together. Now let's uh, let's move it over to one of our favorite segments of the show, Whiskey World News. All right, this is part of our show where we read an article and we talk about it. Uh, this one comes from SpiritBusiness.com, and it's written by Nicola 
Carruthers, and it's titled Johnny Blonde Whiskey Taps into Long Drinks. The new Johnny Blonde expression is made using wheat and fruity malt whiskeys. Matured in sweet American oak, the resulting whiskey is said to be full of bright, vibrant flavor with notes of toffee, caramel or caramel, and fresh fruit. The blended scotch was launched to appeal to both current and new whiskey drinkers. Diageo said the way drinks are being consumed is evolving, with consumers socializing earlier in more relaxed spaces and sipping long drinks slowly. As such, Johnny Blonde is made for the occasion, as it can be consumed in long serves, including mixing it with lemonade, cola, or ginger. Michael Ward, head of innovation at Diageo, said Johnny Walker has always been built on progress on a desire to constantly push boundaries and explore new flavors, experiences, and serves. What? I don't get that. And Johnny Blonde is born on that <laughs> same philosophy. Johnny Blonde will be will debut in select pilot cities across the world, including Monterey, Mexico, Curtuba, Brazil, and a couple other places. This is the first time Diageo has created a sweeter scotch whiskey. Um, and then it says, in 2018, the firm released a more delicate, slightly sweeter variant of the single tin single malt. So anyway, Johnny Walker coming out with their Johnny Blonde. And I know, Cole, we we do a lot of Johnny Walker things. I will say this. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Let me ask you first before I say anything. Cole, you got any thoughts there, bud? I, you know, I think, I think the last time we talked about Johnny Walker was talking about how they're so uh, into like not gimmicks but but like marketing just like please try our whiskey we're, we're falling behind niches. in the whiskey world because people are drinking single malts all the time mm-hmm. and not blended whiskey um yeah i i think i mean like if i were to take my mind off of that and look at a company that is not struggling but falling behind and i don't know that i haven't seen their numbers or anything like that but that's kind of the feel i get from blended scotch is that they had their day and that day is no longer as big as it was um i think that's a good idea to make a sweeter whiskey and make it you know and 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 market it towards you know like put it in your coke or put it in your ginger or maybe even the seltzer water or something like that like I, when i think of like a longer pour i think of like a, a collins glass or or a you know, a highball glass where you're, where you're sipping a long pour. I think if they're going to market that right, then yeah, good for them. Like that's, that's a good option, especially a sweeter pour too. Um, you can't go wrong with the, um, blended scotch market by going even sweeter. So not that there's anything wrong with sweet. I dig sweet, but, um, sometimes I feel like when it's synthetic sweet, which it's not, it's a scotch. It's definitely made the cut. Um, I still feel like uh, there's something weird about that. But that's just me. What do you think? So, I think... I just want to know if this is available in Polplex, right? Like, what happened to Polplex? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what we were talking about <laughs> last time. The Polplex, yeah. That's what I'm going to need. I mean, sure, it's in select cities, but is it in Polplex? That's the thing, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm like, so uh, right away... It makes me think of Starbucks because Starblong had Starblong, Starblux, Starbucks, Starblong, Starbucks, Starbucks had like what they did came out with like the flat blonde or the blonde roast or something like that, and it was to appeal to people, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. uh who don't really who like a sweeter coffee. So I guess I don't know if that maybe the blonde is the way yeah. you want to say something's gonna be sweeter, but uh, 
it yeah. seems like, you know, this might be your mom's new mimosas. No, give us the Johnny Walker blonde at brunch kind of a thing. I don't know, but I'll try it. Yeah. If I see it, I'll try it. You know, why not? But, uh, you know, I think kudos to Johnny Walker. Like, you're trying, man. Yeah. Insert yourself wherever you can. Find your market. Get your niche. Um, you know, they honestly go after marketing like crazy, though. Like They, they really do. They did the whole like yeah. Game of Thrones thing, which yeah. I remember like in Idaho was kind of built as like, this is the limited thing. Like, try to get it while you can. And I still see it on shelves. No one's buying it. Um, have you yet to see <laughs> Polplex, though? I see Polplex. I'm buying one. Yeah, I got to see me some Polplex yeah. first. So anyway, I kind of feel like they, they kind of they reach a little bit. But, you know, I'm OK with that. Like, I'll, I'll you know. I'll try some of that stuff. So, yeah, kind of where I'm. Yeah, at. I want to see their brunette, but especially their redhead. Release. Oh yeah, it'll be feisty and like, yeah, yeah feisty and and scrappy. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, yeah. what well, we ready to move on here? Yeah, let's send it to uh, what whiskey would you choose segment. All right, so this week it was close for a while there. It was it was really, close. And it, it, I was it, finished, it finished close too. Um, so yeah. last week's, uh, what whiskey would you choose was you're giving whiskey as a stocking stuffer, you know, what are you gonna throw in someone's, in someone's stocking whiskey wise? And, uh, Cole went with old Overholt, just a straight 750 mil bottle. And I went with four Glenlivet 12s and Cole won 56 to 44%. So it was fairly close. Um, it was, yeah. Cole, are you yawning? No. Cole Sif. Oh totally man. What are we going to do when that baby's here? We're going to have dude, to figure out recording. Like, we're going to still record. Dude, all of a sudden, I'm going to have, like, I've been so used to you catering to my needs that I'm going to have to be like, uh-huh, Chelsea, that's true. Chelsea, this is when Cole can record. Yeah, I will hear do a crying it. baby in the background the here. Although with one baby, what I, uh-huh. from what I understand, it's usually the mom's kind of doing everything and you just got to, like, be on total support staff kind of thing. Like, yeah, baby's fed, change that diaper kind of a thing with twins it was just like every man for himself just like can we please just get through one more day anyway um yeah (laughs) so anyway cole won that one there uh some good write-ins uh nathan anthony went with whistle pig piglets which i have never seen i love that Uh, i yeah i've never seen it but that was the perfect answer oh it's so good well and then uh marco 41357 with evan williams bottled and bond white label um then he says, but Robbie might deserve rare breed. And I would love if I get a rare breed. My, if I get a rare breed in my stocking, I'm all about that. But uh, I've never. Yeah. Had, have you ever had uh, Evan Williams bottle and bond? It's been so long. I don't even remember. I don't think I have. So that's definitely something. We, and we haven't done any Evan Williams, have we? We need to do Evan Williams. We need yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, Dream Hamlet with Four yeah. Roses Small Batch. And I'm all about like, yeah, Four love Roses it. Small Batch is probably one of my favorite gifts to give. And then Brooke Tyskanosa, yeah. our Canadian turtle friend, went with, and then this I never heard, a Mickey of Bullet, which is 375 mils, which I call a Smalley. That sounds super um, Canadian, I guess. Yeah. That actually sounds Australian, to be honest, to be like, I got me a Mickey of Bourbon. <laughs> but I, I like know, it. But he said Bullet, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of, of Bullet. Or he said, or Hanford. Nate. Or Hanford. Shout out to Joel Bradbury. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, 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 Joel, hit me up. Do they say Mickey in in uh, Tasmania? Let me know. Well, see, here's the thing now. So, now, anytime I go get what I call a smolly, I'm gonna say I gotta go picky and Mickey. Like, you know, like like that's like that's like a New Year's Eve. Like, oh crap, we need something to drink. Well, we're out. 
out downtown when we're in our town where it's legal to have a sip off of a open container. Um, see, I'm going to get a picky and Mickey. I like that. And Wait, it, it is? What? In Boise? No, I don't do that in Boise. I would no, totally. Yeah, I've never done that I would together do that in, either. I would do that in Las Vegas or New or- New Orleans. That's where I would do New it. New Orleans or Thailand. No, Thailand is strict. Yeah, <laughs> or the sea, I would, the open sea. I yeah, I think Thailand, like they'll kill you anything. if you drink whiskey. <laughs> but, but then Bertascanosa uh, said, or a handful of fifty mil minis of Buffalo Trace, which respectable, love it for sure. Yeah. All right, folks. So it is our Christmas episode. Uh, here is our what whiskey would you choose for the week. It's Christmas. We talked about what you would give people. We talked about some other sort of. New, we talked about what you're sipping Christmas Eve. Here's the big question, folks. What are you hoping Santa puts under the tree for you? What whiskey are you hoping Santa shows up with and puts underneath the tree? Which is pretty. I mean, it's wide open, Cole. What are you hoping Santa brings you? This, what we're drinking today. <laughs> I, I mean, listeners know that this is my dream bottle. And I've even mentioned it in the past. Hey, listeners, if there's anyone out there that wants to treat us to my what I really want to drink on this podcast, uh, Seasoned Wood, E.H. Taylor. So I'm just going to say E.H. Taylor, Seasoned Wood, happily. I would... I would pass out and swoon completely if i saw this on my you know christmas morning santa um you know spot i don't know what to say yeah it would drop you to your knees you're like i believe drop it to my knees actually that was one of my favorite things i would i would owe santa forever when i was college aged high school to college age every year as soon as we would come out i would scream at the top of my lungs thank you santa so uh-huh. I always thought that was fun. Um, yeah, nice. I mean, not a lot of surprise from what you're getting from us here. Um, and my favorite—I I mentioned them already in the podcast—but I think I'm going to go for Redbreast 21. Like that is probably nice. my favorite whiskey, but it is in close, close uh, first place to the second place, which would have been Yamazaki 18. Nailed it! Oh my gosh, I can remember things. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going Redbreast 21 amazing 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 and i would be so excited i would just be smile from ear to ear and um running down the street like uh scrooge i almost said scrooge mcduck i'm sure there's a scrooge mcduck version of it just yelling merry christmas oh there's gotta and be. i'm just pouring an open bottle of red breast 21 in my mouth as i'm running down the street, <laughs> merry christmas you're like, and you're like god bless us everyone <laughs> So that's what I'd go for. So folks, yeah, looking forward to what, what are you hoping's under the tree? You know, uh, Santa's bringing something. What's he going to bring? What do you want under the tree? And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Anything else, Cole? No, I, uh, I certainly hope that I get a seasoned wood E.H. Taylor under the tree this year. And Cole, I hope that before that baby comes, you're able to use that Glencairn, a traveling case to go somewhere because there ain't a lot of traveling when that baby comes. Yeah. I hope that you are able to uh, take advantage of four cool Waterford glasses at the same time. Ooh. But most of all, listeners, I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. 
You did it! I did do it!